This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club on Fubar Radio. Ain't got time to tweet. <laughs> um, uh, oh, so, um, here we are in the Fubar studio. I've got my Star Wars pants on. I've got my uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead socks on. I've got my American Werewolf in London t-shirt on. It can only mean one thing, that. That's fan club. What's that? It's what? I said I'm going to say one thing in the beginning, and all you have to say is what's, what's that? What's that? You're a cunt, mate. <laughs> that was about 20 minutes ago. This, I is the beginning, this, this is the first beginning of This is the beginning of a new year. It is bad, because we did have a rehearsal as well. This is the first time I've ever included you <laughs> in, my, in my process. <laughs> and if this is the way it's going to go on, 2019 is already fucked. What's that? I got my... Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's okay. fan club on Fubar Radio. Uh, ain't got time to tweet. Got time to duck? Uh, no, neither have I got time to duck or tweet. It's a little reference from my favourite film of all time, <laughs> The Predators. Um, <laughs> if I was in a band, I'd call us. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, I wouldn't no, call it. No. <laughs> no, more of a 70s band. A lot of people have been called that since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't laugh, really. Um, so I've got my uh, Star Wars pants on, I've got my Ash vs. Evil Dead socks on, uh, and I've got my American Werewolf in London t-shirt on. It can only mean one thing, that. What's that? Midlife crisis. <laughs> Yeah. So that was it. It was worth it. That was worth it. It would have been better if it hadn't if we hadn't let you behind the magician's the wizard's curtain, mm. which is a reference to Wizard of Oz, um, <laughs> which was of course the first film to feature sound and color. So uh, <laughs> uh, you know, people people won't know which facts to uh, believe. Yeah, if we just say them all though, people will just keep uh, keep uh, spouting them, spouting them out. Um, uh, th- th- my name's Nick Helm. My name's Nathaniel Metcalf. And you're listening to the Legion of Fans <laughs> uh, fan club. <laughs> Chucky Wocky Doodah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, fan club, fan club, fan club. First rule of fan club is uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends about please. fan club. Second rule of fan club is please, please do for the love friends. of God, please, please, and actually tell do your it. Friends, though, but you actually do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, third rule of fan club: again, tell your friends. Fourth rule of fan club: please, honestly, we're not joking this time. Uh, neither have we the first three times, but tell your friends. Fifth rule of fan club. Um, take your shoes off. When you're in someone else's Not house, really. It's tell your friends. Please tell your friends. Tell your friends. Take your shoes off now and just chill out and have a nice time. Sixth rule of fan club. No heavy petting in the shallow end. Yes. Or the deep end. Uh, no bombing yes. uh, in the in the deep end or the or the, or the shallow end. I've just thought, should we tell? Uh, uh, that's not really. It's uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, Shall we tell the listeners about what happened to us when we when you went to get your sparkling water? Well, I do think that this is something. Uh, this is uh, something. To say. Um, so we were, so so me and Nat meet at the Starbucks around the corner uh, promptly at eleven. Promptly uh, every week. Every week, uh, Nat is there at uh, five to. At 5 to 11, usually. At yeah, 5 yeah. to 11. Uh, promptly. I, I, I live, you know, across town, don't I? So I try and you get live there across early. Town. It's hard to predict it exactly, because I've got to get tubes and things. You never know. If some, so I try and get there maybe a bit, little bit early so I can 
Yeah, got a bit of time to well, kill. Well, it's difficult, isn't it? It's like uh, it's like landing a jumbo jet on a uh, pin prick. Exactly. <laughs> on a nap prick. <laughs> no, no, when you say you. landing it on a pin and call me a prick. I meant like a gnat, as in an insect. Like something yes. I could just swap. <laughs> um, I meant like, yeah. Um, uh, or or, or um, um, an amoeba. An amoeba's prick. <laughs> it's like landing a jumbo jet on, on an, an amoeba's prick. It's not actually like that. It's so difficult much. getting across London, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's like landing a jumbo jet. I think technically on an a jumbo jet will probably always land in an amoeba's prick. Because anything is several, several loads, several. Do amoebas have Nat? Uh, Nat Natalie, Natalie, can you, uh, can you, can you just uh, look up to see if amoebas have sexual organs? Oh, and uh, l- l- thank you for all your fan letters. Uh, p- please keep sending them in. Um, <laughs> um, so it's difficult getting from one side of London to another because because uh, um, you never know uh, uh, who's going to be doing what on yeah, the way. It could be oh, bloody on the, the Piccadilly line. Or whatever, anything like that. That could happen, couldn't it? We are announcing a good service on all lines. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah. this is a bordering on hard-hitting material. Oh, yeah. This is, this is proper radio, though, isn't it? This, this is, is proper, like comedians' radio. This is breakfast like, radio. I've, I've, this is. I've made some notes, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to read them yeah. out. But um, uh, but yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, right? Do you know what? Uh, if if there's a good if there's a good service on all lines, don't announce it. Yes, that's the least you should be doing. Thank That's you. what I bloody think. And if you don't live in London, oh, yeah. I pity you. God, what about Southern Royal, eh? Oh. <laughs> more like Southern Snow. <laughs> more like, um, more like, more like Southern, um, oh, yeah, we'll go on. it'd be a good one. No, it's good. Have faith in it. Just say it. More like Southern well, it's southern walking's faster. Oh, news just in: amoebas don't have genitals. Oh, that's interesting. So, um, so you get there about five d I just live around the corner, though, don't I? Yeah, I just yeah, live yeah, around yeah, the corner. Yeah. Live around the corner. It's quite convenient for me. Just um, one that you don't even have to get any public transport, do you? Don't have to get any public so you transport. Can, you can predict exactly how long it takes you to get there, really. Just well, the you way. can't predict uh, last-minute things like you know uh, uh, not being able to find your trousers. <laughs> yeah, and, that was one uh, week, wasn't it? Uh, today was. I haven't quite finished uh, an extra feature on the Blu-ray of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian De Palma's body double, oh, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know um, there was like a few minutes left to go, and I yeah. knew that I had to be there. But you know, uh, I think every week you're there about ten fifty five a.m. I get there about eleven seventeen. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> full of apologies, though. To be fair to me, Nat. I, don't, yeah, I right. think I've apologised every week. You're right? the bigger man. You're the bigger I, man. Yeah, I, I admit when I'm wrong. Uh, I admit. <laughs> so you're just watching extra features on Body Double. Yeah. So you're just watching extra features on a mucky film from the 80s. From the 80s, Body Double. Um, I, well, I mean, hmm, I'm not quite ready to get into that. No, no. But um, that thought. I didn't realise that Body Double was considered to be a dirty movie. Well, I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was the idea that it was almost like a mainstream sort of softcore porn film, wasn't it? Was I, th- the idea. I think that was the thing. And uh, and on all the extra features, everyone's talking like it was like this really kind of like, fucking hell, he basically made a porn film. They didn't, really, though. But I've been bombarded with so much pornography for the last 20 years that it was almost like watching an episode of The Smurfs. 
Nice. Uh, which is blue, but in a different way. Yes. Uh, that, that's not the sort of blue movie I'm talking about. 2019. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Nailed it. As he nailed it. Uh, I suppose if you want to update that joke for uh, 2019, you could swap it for Avatar. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Something um, for everyone. So, uh, so I picked you up from uh, Starbucks, full of apologies and uh, New Year's wishes. And uh, and uh, and we went and I wasn't going to go into Nisa today, but I normally go into Nisa to get myself. Uh, uh, well, in the olden days, in the early days of the show, it is Nisa as well. It's not Nisa. Oh, uh, yeah, because I was on it. I was in a Nisa before Christmas, and it had a Nisa radio like they used to have in Virgin Megastore. I don't know who does that job. Like, hi, this is Nisa. And I was like, really? So, so they've got like a head office that obviously do like a Nisa their radio. Own, yeah, radio station. I was doing Whamageddon. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't doing Whamageddon. I just hadn't heard the song. And then I was in <laughs> fucking. I was in the corner shop around the corner, and uh, and I didn't. Ha- I was only in there because I was waiting for an Uber. So I had to like I had minutes to kill, and I went in, and uh, and then they played Wham, and I was just like, oh, I just pretend I didn't hear it, and then I got in the Uber, and they were playing the same radio station. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's annoying. Uh, so I was out first uh, of December. Uh, no, I was like really, really quite late on. I got to about the twenty second of December before I heard it, and then I was fucking livid because I wasn't playing along. And then I was just like, hang on a minute, I haven't actually heard it yet. It's an erotic thriller. We're being told, yeah, we know it's an erotic thriller, but um, I would say something if you, you know. Um, oh, Nisa say it should be pronounced nicer. Well, I was in Sainsbury's, which is uh, which is over the road, uh, and uh, and I was looking at nicer and i was thinking the shops really are nicer on the other side aren't yes. they yes lovely lovely stuff um so uh so that was that was good anyway so we went in uh, i wasn't going to go in in the early days i would get myself a pepsi max cherry cherry two uh well two bottles mm-hmm. yeah one for uh, one for the first half of the show and uh, one for the walk home because i would have a bit too much pop for the uh, for the for, for, for actual radio purposes uh, but then uh, 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 I'm still on a health kick, um, uh, but obviously Christmas got in the way a bit, and I was very ill. I've been very ill for about six, seven weeks. Oh, no. Yeah, but we don't want to get into that. But uh, needless to say, we've got about three more fan clubs left in me, uh, <laughs> and then that's going to have to replace me. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, So now I drink fizzy water, but I wasn't going to go into NYSA today. NISA. Mm. Uh, but you, I sort of ushered. I sort of went. Eh. You sort of hovered outside the door because I think I'm so used to you normally going in, and I like a routine. It's got a nice sort of routine to you popping in and going. Do you know? You normally go to Nisa. Nisa. Let's call the whole thing off. Nisa. That was me opening my uh, Nisa. 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 Misa. Misa. Let's call the whole thing Nisa. That's actually how they came up with the title. <laughs> is this a show? I think it is technically just because it is. It's just because it's on. I mean, this yeah. isn't even the sort of chat we would have in real life anymore. No, but I'm quite enjoying it. <laughs> this feels almost... I think we're getting to the point where it's becoming arty. Oh, uh, arty-deety. My favourite droid. <laughs> Uh, he's got a little Andy Warhol haircut. <laughs> 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 a little paintbrush.
she's come out of him. Actually, um, do you know what? If any of our fan club artists want to do an artist impression of RTDT, <laughs> love to see that. Don't. I wouldn't. I can. Uh, nothing that Classics. they can do is better than the imagination I have in my mind's eye. Do you know what I'm thinking? It's like Andy Warhol is a droid. I'm sort of imagining like R2D2 glass. A bit like Elton John. Looking slightly like Elton John. Sort of got. Yeah. There was that, did I say this before? The Christmas advert. You know, there's the Elton John Christmas advert oh, yeah, when it kept yeah. going back and back and back. And then the end. Of, and I thought a really funny ending to that would be him <laughs> opening up a box at the end and it was his first wig. It's <laughs> 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 so like where it all began. <laughs> um, so we went into NYSA and there were, we were walking around the aisles and you didn't notice this, but these two kids came I saw came two in. kids were there. Like, Well, they were staring at me, I thought. Oh, and right, I was okay. like, oh, bloody hell, they've recognised me, recognise me off bloody telly. They've recognised me off uh, bloody BBC Three. They've recognised me off YouTube. And, uh, actually, being on YouTube is quite a, you know, you could only dream to be a YouTube sensation these days. Um, how times have changed. But uh, <laughs> we were walking along the aisle, picked up my fizzy water. Yeah, yeah. And they were like looking and nudging each other and pointing. And uh, I was like, oh, oh I saw they were there, but I didn't see that. I haven't got a bloody Sharpie on me. I don't know what I'm going to have to. No, I don't know what I'm going to do when I, uh, <laughs> when I actually bump You'll into You'll probably have them. to do a couple of selfies, wouldn't you? From... Bloody hell. Uh, started doing my finger exercises so I could do the, uh, the, the peace sign without my brittle bones cracking. <laughs> um, and. Uh, we got up to, and then we but got. We up. saw the woman was laughing, wasn't she, behind the counter? Yeah, like she, like they'd said, oh bloody hell, you never guess that we've got a genuine bona fide celebrity. Yeah, in. I thought that's what it was. I thought the woman was going, oh, and I thought she was going to say something like, oh, they were a fan of you. I thought that's what it was going to be. Mate, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got we got to the counter, and the woman behind the counter... Well, laughing. Uh, were laughing. The two guys had just left, and the woman behind the counter, in hysterics, said, uh, they just told me that you two are what those guys will look like in 50 years. 50 years. <laughs> 50, 50 years. 50 years. Hey, they were probably what early 20s they were yeah they were like they, they were either like late teen i mean they're talking about what they would look like when they were 70, 71 71 <laughs> it's like fucking hell <laughs> fucking hell it really did like it did it was a real wake-up call to think nick you're still in your 30s why are you wearing a green cardigan and brown cords that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I blamed it on my shoes from Clark's. Um, but fucking up. And I said, it's the sort of, I, said, I was just like, why did she tell us? I know. Why did she tell us? And she couldn't. But it was a proper laugh. It weren't like a kind of, you won't believe all these. She was like, as we were approaching, she was like laughing. She was laughing kind of, like, Go yes. On, tell us, tell yes. us a fun story. You're right. Yeah. They do look like they're in their 70s. Look at these old cunts. Fucking hell. I was just like, she said it. And we like laughed. We laughed along. Yeah. But then down the road. We sort of started to. Ten feet down the road, yeah. we started contemplating our mortality, and uh, it was—it was. It was I mean, we are in our seventies now, so it's, we've got to start thinking about it. It was pretty bleak. Start pretty thinking bleak. about our Parker pens and our funeral arrangements, well, of so course, we don't have to be a burden on our families. Kids in their twenties haven't heard of BBC Three. <laughs> of course not. It goes BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Four. That's all they've heard. Of. Yeah, that's, that's, all they, that's all they ever knew. There's probably going to be jokes soon, isn't there, about why this? <sighs> 
Anyway, so it reminded me of a time when uh, in uh, about 2009, I was uh, auditioning for uh, a McCoy's Crisps advert. And what it was, was because this is the sort of thing that uh, I, I, I was just like, this is the sort of, when that woman said, this is when they were like, uh, those kids were saying that this is what they'd look like in 50 years. And I was thinking, why would you tell us? I was thinking, this is the sort of thing that my agent will say to me. And I'll be like, why did you tell me that? <laughs> uh, and it will spiral me out. And I was auditioning for like a McCoy's Crisp advert in 2009. So 10 years ago, fucking hell. And uh, I remember, and I was really good at um, uh, advert, um, uh, advert auditions. Like, I'm terrible at auditions. Like, I'm absolutely... Like, I still, like, wake up with cold sweats thinking about... Oh, God! Like, I vom like vomit in my mouth going... Oh, my God! That was such a cringeworthy audition, you know? Uh, I did a Game of Thrones audition one, and it was so awful. It was so awful. I went in, and I forgot my words, and I was going, Oh, you fucking cunt! Actually, <laughs> like, you can swear on that show, though, so it's probably seen as quite authentic. The woman that was fucking holding the audition for me was, like, horrified by how much I was swearing at myself and it was just like full of self-loathing and then I left and it was like oh god I always thought that if, if I had to audition for uncle I wouldn't have got it um so uh, so auditioning is like a it's like a skill in itself um, which I have never mastered mm. right um and anyway but with with adverts I was always really good because I didn't give a shit about getting an advert and I'd and you know I'd do it for like the experience of doing an audition and I did this uh, advert but um advert audition and they were looking for a set of three guys right so they were casting three guys they weren't casting just me but I ha if they were going to cast me they'd have to cast two other guys that were complementary to me right <laughs> So there's three of us, yeah? Yeah. And we had to do a load of improv, like, uh, I think we did, like, maybe three or four. So you're improvising with other people there as well? Yeah, and basically what you do in an advert audition when you're improvising is you're writing the script for them. You don't get the part, but then, you know, a year later you'll yeah. see you, your improv on uh, on TV and you go, I wrote that. Um, but, um, so we did, like, three or four auditions with all of these guys, uh, with these other guys, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and we all got the part. We were down to the final. There was two sets of guys that got it, and so we were like, there was us three, and then there was like a B team that were the other three, and we were all waiting to find out whether we were going to travel to Ireland to film this advert. And uh, right at the last minute, it was like it was one of those things where it's just kind of like I'm just about to go to Edinburgh, so I might have to put Edinburgh on hold. You know, don't know, right? And it was right up to the last minute, and then my agent phoned me up and she said. Uh, uh, well, pack your bags for Edinburgh because uh, that crisps advert that's gone away. <laughs> and when you when, when your agent says that's gone away, that means they didn't want you. <laughs> like get get over it. She goes that's gone away, and I was just like, okay, that's gone. She goes, yeah. I thought, oh, all right, that's a shame. She goes, yeah. They said, what with the current obesity crisis hitting the UK, <sighs> they thought that you were the wrong person to be representing their product, and I was like. What? Why would they tell that to anyone? Why would yeah? Why would they tell that to my agent? Yeah. But why would my agent tell me that? It was just like <laughs> this is ten years ago. I was ten years lighter, right? And it was like I, I, like even even when I've lost loads of weight recently, I'm still not as light as I was ten years ago. And it's just like you go fucking hell. And it's just like not only did I lose my job, but I lost two other people's jobs. It'd be worse though if you turned on the advert and it's just those two with another guy. 
Well, do you, funnily enough, the advert came out like three years later, and no one uh, was uh, was any lighter than I was. Right. Just, I just think that maybe it was that we were too tall. That must be it. Must have been it, but it was like I, I do think it's funny that my agent just said, "Yeah, yeah I know." <laughs> You're too fat to advertise crisps. That's what McCoy said. Um, it's just like, oh, that's probably why, and, and for a similar reason, why I didn't get that Magnus commercial as well. I was too drunk to be advertising Magnus. Um, because, yeah, they think actually by walking into the audition with piss all over your trousers and shit in your pants, then uh, that probably gave them the red flag there. They decided not to cast you. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, well, like, no, we've still got a bit of time before we play our first song, haven't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um... <clears throat> play a game. So I went to uh, the New Forest for a few days. Oh, I'll tell you this. Now, I went to the New Forest for a few days, uh, Airbnb. Um, did you have a good Christmas, by the way, Nat? It was all right, yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how was your Christmas, Nick? Thank you. Uh, it was great. <laughs> it, was, it was as good as... I mean, you put those people in that room for those many hours and sparks will fly. So um, so I went to the New Forest for four days yeah. just to get away from it all. Um, and uh, what I really like about Ben, I think we talked about it because my parents have um, like a jeet. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Where they put all of their... A jeet is like... Uh, you're looking confused there. A jeet, uh, Natalie, uh, in the... Control room, mm-hmm. yeah. If, if, I would, I'd hesitate there because I've got the controls in front of me. So what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> so Natalie in the control room. Um, so uh, 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 what was I going to say to you? A jeet is like a cottage. It's a cottage in France. My my parents, my dad spent all of his retirement money on a jeet uh, in France. And what they have is they have all of their kind of like B DVDs and the ones that you get off the front of the mirror and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So when you go out there, it's kind of like you have like um, Brief Encounter as part of a two disc set that also contains uh, Wings of Desire or something like that yeah. where, where it's like, but there's only ever one of the discs. In a way, it's probably where you should put your good DVDs, isn't it? Because you're probably sat somewhere watching a lot of films and things didn't you? They're, they're sort of like narrow margin they had narrow margin and what was that uh, Alec Baldwin Nicole Kidman Bill Pullman film um, oh oh um, Malice Malice god yeah. I love Malice it's great like that is a fucking film but it's all of these films where you go it would never occur to me to watch that mm. and then when you're trapped in the middle yes. of nowhere you go well I guess we're watching Malice tonight I guess we're watching Narrow Margin tonight and um, yeah and they're, they're good anyway so we stayed in this Airbnb in the New Forest and fucking hell it was now they had they said we've got a selection of DVDs so no need to bring anything we've got DVD player selection of DVDs very relaxing and um, it's such a, it was such a, they're not bad films, mm-hmm. but you'd be hard pressed to pick one that you'd go, that, I'm going to watch that. Mm. I thought, before I'd seen the selection, oh, I reckon I'll, I'll watch about six DVDs while I go away. Ended up getting through two over four nights or three <laughs> nights. Um, so I'll just read some of them out. And then you stop me when there's a film that you want to dedicate one of your evenings, <laughs> one of your evenings of your holiday to. There were four shelves of about twenty DVDs. Okay, meet the parents, 
Atonement, The Road, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Layer Cake, Brief Encounter, Skeletons, Casino, Buffalo 66, Moulin Rouge, Rules of Engagement, Men in Black 2, Life of Brian, Notes on a Scandal, 8 Mile, March of the Penguins, Hard Candy, Batman Begins, Burn After Reading, a collection of short films, a collection of short films, <laughs> Black Books Volume 2, uh, a collection of short films, another collection of short films, now we're on to the second shelf, <coughs> Twilight, a collection of short films. The Why are there so many collections of short films? <laughs> the Pursuit of Happiness. Lost in Translation. Road to Position. London to Brighton. Moonrise Kingdom. The Charlie Chaplin Collection. Crash. Angela. Moulin Rouge. Again. Again. Frost, <laughs> Fro Frost Nixon. This is the one that really got me, right? Frost Nixon. Soho Theatre Live. Pajama Men. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I think you can only buy that from behind the I counter. <laughs> Phone booth. Gravity. <laughs> Guide to recognising your saints. Schindler's List. The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Bell Ami. Which I thought was a documentary about David Bellamy, but it's not. <laughs> yes! Uh, uh, I don't know what that is. Uh... Gregory's Girl. Into Gregory's Girl, I'd watch. Yeah, right. That was one of the. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, stuff like Batman Begins. I've obviously yeah, sure. Like, there's good films in there. I, I've obviously seen that. Yeah. You know, like, like Meet the Parents. Not a bad film. No. But I've, I'm not going to fucking go. Do you know what? I'm on my holidays. I'm going to watch. I'm going to sit down. And, like, none of these are bad films. Do you no. know what I mean? But they're so sort of like. Oh, I don't know if I've got the... Yeah, and also, it feels I, like they all feel like the kind of films that are already on ITV3 if you just turned them on anyway. I would rather punch myself in the bollocks for an hour than, you know, just dedicate two hours. Oh, good point. Which crash was it, says uh, Natalie? I think it was the Sandra Bullock one. Sandra Bullock, not the Cronenberg. No, it wasn't Cronenberg, I don't know. <laughs> that would be fucking <laughs> Cronenberg. Okay, right. Shall I keep going? Yes, please. Okay. This one is one DVD with three films on it. Okay. That are all... Some, one of them must be good. Well, they're all good. Mm. But they're all the films that I've got on my t TV box <laughs> at Sky, go, on Sky, my Sky box, going, should we watch this tonight? Nah. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, Ronin, sure. Heat. Okay. You go, fuck me, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like... And I really want to see Ronin again, because I remember it oh, being... Oh, it's just Ronin being, being, before Christmas. Being great. Really good, yeah. But... Um, Heartlands, this is a theme. Badlands, right? <laughs> that is the f top two shelves. I had to do it in two photos, but I thought you'd, I thought, I thought, I this do would, like it. thought this would fill some time. But like, literally, there's nothing right now. And you go, what about some David Fincher? Absolutely. Panic Room? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Laurel and Hardy collection. Uh, Ordinary People. The House of Sand and Fog. My, want some comedy? My it's big great. fat Greek wedding. No, thank you. Uh, Tati Danielle. Uh, Down Terrace, uh, which I do really want to see, but um, it is good. Uh, I, it's really good. I just wasn't in the mood. Yeah, of you course. Know? Men in Black, one. Good, we had Men in Black two earlier, so that's good. We've got the first one. Water Lilies, Closer, About Schmid, Paris Chatem, 
Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. <laughs> uh, Just one third of The Hobbit. Or as I am now calling it, Hobbit, An Unexpected... Sequel. An, an Unexpected <laughs> Faulty Disc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sully, Miracle on the Hudson. Oh, how about some Clint Eastwood, Tom Hanks action? <laughs> Sully, Dark Shadow... Tim Burton, Dark Shadows. Lovely. <laughs> Somersault. I forgot about Dark Dirty Pretty Things. Uh, Mu- uh, Spielberg, you want some Spielberg? Yes, please, that sounds good. Munich. Oh, okay. The Dark Knight. The Usual Suspects. Of course, you can't watch that anymore. Tainted, tainted. <laughs> far, f- far From Heaven. Traffic. You could watch that as part of a traffic crash yes, kind exactly. of uh, double bill. Is that Sandra Bullock in traffic as well? Uh, no, but it's no. kind of like one of them multi-strand story things, isn't it? it? Yeah. Um, how about some George Clooney? Yeah. Good night and good luck. Right. <laughs> Fuck me. How about some George Clooney? Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fancy some more comedy? Borat. Hey, here's a triple bill for you. About a boy. Love Actually. Notting Hill. Skins, complete first and second series. That's a curveball. Sideways. Your, your mum and dad in their sheet have, <laughs> have skins. <laughs> no, this isn't my mum and dad's sheet. Oh, sorry. This is in the Airbnb. Oh, of course. <laughs> right. Sorry, I was thinking, hang on. Inglorious Bastards. And you go, that's a great film, mm. but fucking hell. You know, um, how many times have I seen that? St. Elmo's Fire. Hey, how about some Harrison Ford? All right, okay. Yeah. Indiana Jones yeah. and the Kingdom of the Crystal Sky. No, what, oh, that's the only one that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sh- Sh- Shutter Island, uh, or as I like to call it, Shitter Island, <laughs> because, <laughs> because that's what the font looks like when you see it on its side. Yeah. Uh, a single man in Bruges. That'd be good. If only I hadn't seen it two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, hey, how about some Jerry Lewis? Funny Bones. <laughs> No, more Ben Stiller. Night, I love funny boats. Night, night at the Museum. The Sound of Music. I'm not spending three hours watching The Sound of Music, although that is actually one of my all-time favourite films. Son of Rambo. Mm-hmm. Creating Lord of the Rings Symphony. What's that? A documentary about That's a documentary the about the music for Whoa. Uh, a, a composer's journey through Middle Earth. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, thank you. Lord of the Rings the Return of the King, Supernatural, Volume Two. Wow! Uh, and uh, the Woodsman. Yeah, that's right. The heart-hitting <laughs> movie about paedophilia. Do you um, have any holidays? Uh, and finally, the Butterfly Effect. <laughs> uh, and I imagine this is like a butterfly effect because with a DVD collection like this on this side of the world, on the other side of the world, there must be a really great DVD collection. That's my butterfly effect. It was, yeah. So I ended up watching no, Tati Daniel, which is a French film about, it called basically Auntie Daniel. Okay. To, uh, to, to, uh, non, non French speakers. Non French speakers. Uh, and, uh, that was about a horrible old aunt, uh, who, um, oh, it was such a weird film because on paper you go, yeah, I know what that is. And in, in fact, when I read the plot synopsis afterwards, you go, yeah, but that's not what the film is. The film is about a horrible aunt that gets, um, um, I don't know, I know, I've never heard of it before, and it's about a horrible um, old woman who um, is horrible to everyone, delights in being horrible to everyone. It's like a light comedy, but she's just horrible to everyone. Uh, and then she gets uh, taken in by her um, 
uh, nephew who uh, has a grown-up nephew with a family uh, and um, they go on holiday to Greece and when they go on... And she's horrible to them, really horrible. So they ended up hiring a nurse to look after her and then the nurse is sort of like a no-bullshit nurse who takes her down a peg and they end up respecting each other. And you go, yeah, I know. I kind of know what that film is. It's about. Mm. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a Christmas Carol. It's like someone learns to be a better person by the end of it. And that's not what the film is. Uh, that's the. That's the plot synopsis. And then at the end of the film, but basically, this nurse turns up and she's in it for ten minutes and then she fucks off again. And then it's kind of like. And then there's meant to be this huge kind of like dramatic. It was a weird, weird, weird film. And then I followed that up with about Schmidt, which I hadn't seen since two thousand and two. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's not as funny as you think it is, no. but Jack Nicholson is incredible in it. Like he's sort of incredible. He's he's never not Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. He's like it's like this is Jack Nicholson just being a regular old man, but he cannot not be Jack Nicholson. His eyebrow, but it's such a it's such a very still silent performance. Is Jack Nicholson retired? I don't know. What's the last thing he did? Bucket list. God, yeah, probably isn't that. And that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I've, I saw an advert the other day saying, uh, like, go on holiday, make this part of your bucket list. And you go, is bucket list now just a phrase that we yeah, all yeah, use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's become, it's part of is the, par- the film? parlance. I reckon it's probably about that. It's one of those things, isn't it, that people just say now. Um, I don't like it. I don't. I just think it's like one of them kind of like, oh, it's just, oh, it's like people's princess. It's like when Princess Diana died and everyone was being interviewed. How did you feel about Princess Diana? And people in the streets were like going, well, she was the people's princess. And you go, you've literally just heard that phrase yes, and, and, now you're just, it. and now you're just repeating it. It's just, <laughs> it was fucking, nobody walked around thinking Princess Diana was the fucking people's princess. Uh, yeah. How do you know? Last Jack, Last Jack did. That's Last film Jack chapters. Nicholson did, I guess. So, um, I, mean, I don't know. How do you know? I could 2010. Watch, I could watch Jack Nicholson uh, waxing lyrical about the People's Princess. I, could, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I, could, I love Jack Nicholson. Anyway, so we were in this little... Uh, not, not a G, It was a cottage in the New Forest, and they had one of these uh, Ridley's Games Rooms uh, movie buff quizzes that you get from Waterstones, Yeah. Yes, exactly. Counter item. So it's a movie bus, buff quiz, and uh, and I was playing it with uh, my uh, lover, and um, uh, and she was. It's one of those things where people go, "Oh, you know everything about films, you do, don't you? You know everything about films." And you go, "Well, I don't know, don't know everything about films." Mm. And you go, "Okay, right." And then the first question was. And what they are, they're questions, and, they, and you have uh, four uh, answers that you can, you know... Multiple so choice. A multiple choice. A, so that must B, be quite hard. A, B, C, or D, right? Okay. Um, and the first question that I asked her was, um, who played... Yeah. Who played... Bearing in mind, we'd just seen about Schmidt. Yes. Who played the Joker in Tim Burton's 1989 film, Batman? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> Wow, and like the, the is it multiple choice as well? No, multiple cho- multiple choice was sort of like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, Robert De Niro, and she was just like I don't know. Wow, and it's just kind of like you go. So it's not like the fact that. What am I trying to say here? It's like if you don't know that, 
then there's very little you can do to, but I just think that's one of those things that everyone knows yeah. so just to know that Jack Nicholson played Batman uh, played, the, played the Joker in Batman does not make you a movie buff yeah. that just means that you've been living in on the, the planet Earth right oh, so, what, though, so to not though. know that is a re- I think maybe the point of the game should be here are some fucking obvious facts <laughs> and you get more points for genuinely not knowing them <laughs> I know a fun fact actually about the Phantom Menace Nick <laughs> fun fact. Well, there's got to be some fun to be had from yeah, that yeah, film, yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. there? Yeah, I got it from the Christian Radio Times, remember? The, uh, mm. um, in the film, so Jabba the Hutt from Return of the Jedi. Mm. Yeah, well, in um, Phantom Menace, he's all CGI, isn't he? He appears at the Padre. Oh, yeah. At the end of the film, he's listed. It's got all the cast coming up. Jake Lloyd, he's Anakin Skywalker. As himself, he's himself. Jabba the Hutt says it. Yeah, we've talked about this before Christmas. Yeah, it really did, yeah. But it's a fun fact, isn't it? It's weird that you've got that fact. uh, So anyway, so I was in Waterstones yesterday. Bit of fun, isn't it? uh, Buying some books. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) What, in uh, Waterstones? Yeah. yeah. And I saw that they had one of these games rooms, and I thought, I'll buy it. Buy it. And we'll leave it at Food Bar Studio, and every week I'll ask you a question, and we'll see if you get it right. See if I can get it right. Okay. Will I get the multiple choice as well? What I will say is I knew the answer to every single one of these (laughs) without using the multiple choice. This is what happens when I do quizzes at home. It's like I've ruined it by knowing the answers. And you just like go, you've ruined this game. It's like I just thought. It was, I, I don't know. It makes you want to get the answers wrong. It, yeah, exactly. It's just like what year was Jaws made? Nineteen seventy-five. Of course, everybody knows that, right? Nineteen seventy-five, the year the Earth changed, <laughs> right? And uh, and what year was Star Wars? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah. What year was Terminator? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. It's just like uh, um, it's just these. Are, uh, it doesn't make you, you know, like uh, fucking who directed Goodfellas? It's Martin Scorsese. It's just like these aren't hard questions, but you either know it or you don't know it. Yeah. If you don't know it, you go, well, I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like they're not. It's not like you don't have to be a movie buff to know that stuff. It's just kind of like, no, that's what the guy did. Anyway, I'll tell you something, though. Uh, something that might add something to this was that uh, I saw the other day someone mentioning that this year is the 30th anniversary of Batman. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking oh, it's the fortieth anniversary of Alien. Oh wow! But I wasn't born for Alien, so that always felt like before my time. I'm actually surprised that it was made so close yeah, to yeah, my yeah. birth. But you were alive. You must yeah. be feeling pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Doesn't help when people bring think up. that's what they look like in fifty years. <laughs> God fucking. This is Maybe it's because we look like really good for seventy. I mean, God, I hope I look good for seventy. Fucking hell. I mean, what a fucking... Anyway, so I'm going to ask you... 50 years. I'll ask you... We'll see how many... We'll get through five and then I'll play a song. Okay. <clears throat> what role is played by Adam Driver in the 2015 movie Star Wars The Force Awakens? Kylo Ren. Is it A, Finn? Right. B, Ray. C, Kylo Ren. D, Poe Dameron. D. A, multiple, a four-part multiple choice. Is it? Is it C? It's kind of right. So you got it right. Yeah. You got it right straight away without. I mean, okay. Is this a Star Wars: The Force Awakens set? No. Yeah. Star Wars: The Force Awakens is set how many years after Return of the Jedi? Oh. That's quite a. Yeah, I tell you what's it meant to be about thirty. Thirty. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the, if you want to know, it was A fifty, B thirty, C forty, D sixty. It should have been 
A50, B30, C3PO, <laughs> and D60. And RTDT. BB8. RTDT. Lovely. Okay. Lovely um, image. Who plays the lead character in Mad Max Fury Road? Tom Hardy. Is it A, Tom Hardy? <laughs> B, Benedict Cumberface. C, Eddie Redmayne. And D, Nicholas Holt. Are they actually the other options? Yeah. So it's saying, so if someone's going, oh, I don't know, we could play Mad Max now. If they didn't know, there's a, there's an option where people think Benedict Cumberbatch or Eddie Redmayne could play Mad Max. <laughs> and, or Nicholas Holt, but Nicholas Holt was in it, wasn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, this is, oh, I think hey, this hey, probably hey. needs a shuffle. Uh, how many Oscars did Mad Max Fury Road oh. pick up in February 2016? I, I mean, that is a difficult one. I don't one. know it. That's a difficult one. So we're going to go to multiple choice here. Okay. Was it A5? Was it B, three? Was it C, eight? Or was it D, six? You either know or you don't well, know. Well, I was going to say, before you said the multiple choice, three. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Really? Even after I did that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm your friend here. Okay, five. Is that your final answer? <laughs> what was it, one, eight? Eight. It was six. Six. Not six. Um, wow. why did, so how many was that? You, I think you got you got three right. Got three out of four. Well, right. that, that puts me head to head with Sam Ashurst, who well, got three in. Well, let's see how many I do. Okay. Uh, there you go. And then, uh, I'll, uh. And then we'll play a song. What is the name of the little girl in the 2015 movie Inside Out? I don't know. There we go. Is it A, Riley? Is it B, Miley? Is it C, Emily? Or is it D, Sally? I wouldn't have known this either. Um, I well, presume the answer is the one that's highlighted, right? Yeah. I, I don't know why there's another one highlighted. Does that mean you get half a point for that? What does that mean? Yeah, maybe. But it's, that's just the wrong answer, isn't now, it? I would say Emily is uh, not the right answer because it sounds like uh, too much of a standard name. That If you're going to be creative, you wouldn't imagine yeah. a name. And all those Pixar people are very creative, aren't they? They do drawings, don't they, and that. And so you wouldn't imagine that if they can draw, they yeah. probably wouldn't go Emily. Yeah. Um, what's the last one? Sally. Sally. I think Sally is kind of like, isn't she the name of the one out of Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff like that? And I think yeah. Sally's kind of like a well-used name. And then Miley and Riley, they rhyme. Mm-hmm. And Miley Cyrus is the thing. Mm-hmm. So I would think probably Riley. Riley is the correct answer. Is it? Lovely stuff. <clears throat> but that wasn't me being a film buff. No, that was just working it out through that logic. Was just being... <clears throat> Who directed the 2015 sci-fi movie The Martian? Ridley Scott. It was Ridley Scott, yeah. But but also, was it David Fincher? No. Was it J.J. Abrams? No. Was it Martin Scorsese? No. Was it Ridley Scott? Yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hated that film. <laughs> yeah, it might need a shuffle. Who stars in the 2015 Matt sci-fi Damon. movie? Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Caleb Smith is the main character in which 2015 movie? Wouldn't have known this. Oof, go on. Is it A, The Martian? Is it B, Inside Out? Is it C, Ex Machina? Is it D, The Revenant? I think I would have guessed wrong on this as well. The Revenant. 
That's what I would have guessed. So. Oh, but it's not. What is oh. it? Ex Machina. That was my other guess. It's obviously not Inside Out. No. We've already established that. Yeah, it's Riley, wasn't it? So how many did I get? Three? Three. Same. Same as you. Bloody hell. You've heard it here first. That's fine. Me fun. and that are exactly as good as each other. On Fubar Radio, and we're back. Um, I was just—I uh, was just thinking. Um, did you watch that Kurt Russell Christmas film? No, I haven't. I didn't dare really. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! Oh, fucking hell! Kurt Russell's not to blame. No. But fucking hell! <laughs> I mean, fuck! Fucking hell! <laughs> it was so fucking. Two word hell. review. Two, two word review. Yeah, if you could just sum it up in two words. Fucking hell. Nice. I mean, yeah, the, my two word review, the what was it? The Christmas Chronicles. Christopher Columbus. I mean, he should have stopped after he discovered Still America. Stopped. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fucking hell. Chris Columbus, uh, he wrote Gremlins, and you go, why, why haven't you got any edge to you? To, although there is one bit where there's an elf with a chainsaw, and it's like you go, Fucking hell. <laughs> like, that's a moment. There's one good bit. There's one, there's one bit where you go, This is actually really kind of like brilliant. Where, um,. Uh, well, there's a bit when Santa Claus is in prison and he's uh, singing uh, uh, like Elvis because obviously Kurt Russell was mm-hmm. Elvis uh, in both the films uh, Elvis and 3000 Miles to Graceland. Um, and uh, so there's a bit when Elvis is in prison singing a song in prison and in the cell next to him there are these... Uh, and he magically, because he's Santa, he magically makes everyone into musicians and backing singers and stuff like that. So there's these three women in the cell next door uh, and... Um, and they're the backing singers. And you go, are they prostitutes? And also, do you Are they prostitutes? And is the reason why they're in a separate cell so they don't get attacked by the male prisoners? Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's do like, you have, do you have men just, and women prisoners in the same pit? Th- there's this, no, you don't have men and women prisoners in no. the same cell. It's just like, it was just like, there was a moment where you just like go, there's so much to unpack in this one moment. Mm. And it was, it was not, you know, there's a bit when he's miming piano and then halfway through the, mi- halfway through the piano solo, he stops miming the piano and he turns around and starts singing and you go, there's still piano. I mean, we're not <laughs> like, it's not like I'm too sophisticated for this. It's just like, these are just basic things where you go, you're getting it wrong. Yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't cut back to having a magic piano that plays itself or something. No, it was. Oh, it was. Oh man, it was. It was a real chore to get through. There was the one bit where it was um, at the end. Uh, Mrs. Claus turns up, and who uh, plays Mrs. Claus? Oh, who do you think? Oh, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. But I mean, it was ruined on. Uh, Instagram Goldie Horn before the film came oh. out posted a picture of her and Kurt Russell dressed up as Mr and Mrs Claus and saying happy Christmas and you go that is fucking perfect but she's not in it until the last 10 seconds of the of film waste, and you go oh and then Kurt Russell bloody posted the same picture and you go yeah we're alright we've seen, seen your wife post that 10 days ago mate yeah, late to the party yeah. Um, but I do love Kurt Russell and I, I do him. love Goldie Horn and and them together as golden couple a golden couple Yes. Uh, but then two together as uh, Father Christmas, you know, you just think Snake Plissken as Santa Claus, this is perfect. Mm. And then you watch it. And what you want is you want John Carpenter to. John Carpenter as Santa Claus. Yeah. That'd be fucking. I'll tell you what's a better movie than I remember it being. Was Santa Claus the movie? I Santa Claus the movie is one of my favourite Christmas films. It's great. I thought, I, in my head, I remember almost being a bit too sort of 
snooty about it as a kid. I was watching it going, this is really good. No, it always got one star in the Radio Times yeah. as well, and I loved it. With uh, it's, it's the reason why I love Dudley Moore. Right. Over anything else that he ever did is Patch uh, from uh, yeah. Santa Claus the Movie. And the other thing that I worked out, which I think would actually fix... Uh, it's Chris Columbus again, uh, Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. The thing that I think would fix Jingle All the Way is if it was kind of like True Lies, where Arnold Schwarzenegger was a spy whose one job was to get his kid yes, yeah, to yeah. toy. And then you go, yeah, this is a better film instantly. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? One of the things that appealed to Schwarzenegger about doing Jingle All the Way was the fact that he got to play a regular, everyday guy. And you go, that is the thing that is actually the least convincing thing about it. Mm. If he was a spy who was going around the world saving people... And he's never had time. He's, he's got- never had time for his kid because he was saving. He's a good guy, but he's mm. a, a bad dad. And like he is in True Lies. Mm. And then he's all his all his kid wants for Christmas is this hard to get toy. And he wants his dad to be a superhero, and he sort of is. He's a bit of a like a a hero of sorts. Yeah. He's like an action hero in real life. Yeah, he's like James Bond, but um, and maybe he's got all these gadgets, but mm. he's you know, but he's got to keep them secret from his kids and his wife and all of that. And mm. they just think, oh, you're such a shit dad. And then he goes right, and then she goes, you got the present, haven't you? He goes, no, I've just been blowing up Gorbachev, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, no, I forgot the t- I forgot the toy, I forgot the toy. And then he's got to go off and get it. Then he goes and sees these underground Santas and gets in a fight with all of these Santas, and it's kind of yeah. like. Then, and then at the end, he has to put on a rocket pack and fly around and do all this stuff, but it's because he's a James Bond spy mm. and he knows how to do it, and then he gives his kid the gift, yeah. the toy. Instantly you go, that's the film, mm. right? It's the spy that is actually... But his one problem that he's got is getting a toy. He can defeat all of the biggest villains on the planet, you know. but the one thing that he can't do is get a fucking... Uh, 12-inch plastic toy for his kid, you know? And uh, uh, I think that... I wish that they'd made that film. Yeah, yeah. I would watch that. But I think Jingle All The Way is unwatchable bullshit. Uh, so um, there's the only good Christmas film, I think, is Santa Claus the movie. Um, well, well. I, th- I, think that's, uh, I think that's fair enough to say. All right, so we're going to read some... Uh, 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 Reviews. We've got some fan mail. We've actually genuinely got some fan mail. So keep sending in your dick pics and... Um, <laughs> And we've got uh, we've got some. Don't. So uh, <laughs> keep don't. keep sending in your dick pics. Don't, please um, don't. So uh, who, so what's the button that I'm going to press now? I'm going to press. Sorry, I'm a bit rusty. Press the one. Is it this one? No, no. I think it's this one, isn't it? You want you want a bit of uh, yeah. Love that. There we go. There we go. Fan club, a two-hour week. Five stars. Who's it from? It's from Raycop3. Raycop3. With two Ps. One three. What a treat to spend two hours in the company of Nick and Nat. Nick's lengthy but equally passionate and spot-on reviews have inspired me to see some, some great, great films. Some great films. Some great films. He is fortunate to have such a lovely, gravelly voice. <laughs> you don't want him to stop. I have rekindled an interest in Dario Argento. Do we mention him? And I don't remember mentioning Dario Argento. Argento. But maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Maybe he's come up. Once. I was late that one episode. Maybe Maybe it's that one. Maybe it's that one. Um, And uh, I have rekindled an interest in Dario Argento. (laughs) (laughs) And I am finding out about films 
and genre I would never have known about? <laughs> Exclamation mark. You do do acting, don't you? There have been too many highlights to mention, but the 15-minute discussion on Frank Skinner with J.W., that's Josh Wedicombe, was a firm favourite, along with Nick's numerous stories about trips to the theatre and his antics. That was a bit Josh Wedicombe. Theatre. I'm talking, but I run out of breath. <laughs> was a firm favourite along with Nick Newman's stories about trips to the theatre and his antics after appearing on Drunk History. It gets better each week and just wish it could be longer. Come on, we can't do it longer. Deserves an array of five-star <laughs> reviews. Thanks, Nick and Matt. You lovely people. And, uh, and uh, loads of stars, yeah? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve... 13, 14. 14, 14 stars. stars. That is... What's it out of? Then? Two five-star reviews and one four-star review. So you're still a cunt, <laughs> I'm afraid, Ray Cop. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you gave us a four. four you huh? absolute pillock. <laughs> now, um, uh, so uh, that was that was, a, that was our review. And we've got, we've got some... Uh, Hang on, we've got two international... American listeners now. We're talking about oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, he's, he's, I've already said good morning to him, John John Garrido. Yeah. Um, real editor John. At real editor John. Uh, give him a follow. Uh, I've not ever seen him write anything uh, of, of specific interest, but um, give him a follow. Why not? Uh, morning, morning, John. He's our American and uh, new fan, Michael Scagnelli. That's a cool name. That's hey, like get Scagnelli in here. Scagnelli. Yeah. Scagnelli, we want your gun and your badge. Absolutely. Absolutely what I was thinking. I was thinking he sounds like one of the untouchables. And also John Garrido as well. Yeah, uh, Garrido um, and Scagnelli. Obviously Garrido, <sighs> Garrido would shoot second. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're back. First time I'm listening live from the US. Looking forward to some good movie talk. Are you in the US, are you, Michael? Fuck off. Unbelievable. It's like when your, your mate gets back and he goes, Oh, have you got any, have you got any English money? I've only got dollar bills. And you go, Oh, yeah, have you? Yeah, have you been away, have you? Your phone. Oh, oh, they're back. Yes. Yes. First time I'm listening live from the US, unfortunately. I'm, fortunately, I've got a life. Oh, up yours, Gagnelli. <laughs> I want your badge on my desk by midday. It's, uh, now but do tell your friends, Mike. Tell your friends at uh, 58. It's lovely, lovely, lovely to hear from you both. Thank you. Keep, keep that five-star review uh, poured in from three weeks ago. Um, we didn't quite make 100, did we? That's a shame. Uh, but uh, we got to 90, 94. Uh, Ninety-two, if you count, uh, if you if you discount the two four-star reviews, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but 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 please, uh, please, please, please. Um, I mean, I'm not going to beg. I don't, that's beneath me. I'm not like those other podcasts. Other we're not podcasts. like those other podcasts. We're not we're, even a podcast. We're not a podcast. We're a radio show. We're radio a fully show. fledged radio show. Not like podcasts. We're not in competition with podcasts. No. You know, we are a radio show. We're basically the same as Steve Wright in the afternoon. You listen to us live or not at all. Or later as a download in podcast format, but it is a live radio show. So what comes out of our mouths live is what stays on the air. It's fucking terrifying Fubar. as well. It is. Uh, it is sometimes worrying. It some things we say and they go. I mean, that went out, didn't it? Is that the end of my career? Is that <laughs> if I if I ruin that? If I if I ruined ten years of good work? We need to Tim. do these quickly, don't we? So let's do the fan. Let's do the we've actual some, mail. We've had some actual mail posted in the post. I think it's oh, Christmas. Oh wow! I think these are Christmas presents. Hang on, oh, looks nice. like we've got one each. Okay. 
That's one thing you know. Oh my god, it's really lovely. It's really, really wrapped. Well wrapped. Although I do think that maybe because it's come out of an Amazon box, it was no. It's actually no. Okay, Claire tunic, just a little Christmas care package. Merry Christmas, Claire. Are we meant to be? This is when. You well, I, hope it, I hope it's not an animal or something like a puppy. It's been here all Christmas. <laughs> this is when you open We've been it. off the air for a month. The poor thing. A collection of uh, pubes and. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, you can't see this at home, but it's very sweet. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh my god. We've gone to some effort here. Oh crikey, there's all kinds of things. Oh wow. It really is a Christmas care package that includes things like Gaviscon. We've got Gaviscon, Neurofen, a box of uh, tissues. tissues, and I mean I can use these all year round. <laughs> um, um, that's a bit of a, a some air fr uh, some breath freshener, which isn't very nice. Um, uh, lip seal. Lip seal. Uh, oh my honey lemon menthol. Uh, some sort of uh, nuts. Oh, Whitworth shots nuts. A Terry's chocolate orange, a face mask, and a stocking that has my name written on it. Oh my goodness! Have you got one with my name written on it? Or have you I, got oh, I've got a stocking. Oh wow! And a card. Um, I've got a Terry's chocolate orange wow, at home my on my shelf. It. Do you know that? No, what do you mean? With your I've, got a Terry's, I've got a Terry's chocolate orange at home on my shelf. Do you know why? Why? I've had it there for about five, six years. Do you know why? No. Because I went to the um, uh, premiere of Alpha Papa. Oh, yeah. And on everyone's seat, we all got a oh, Terry's chocolate orange lovely. that had been personally smashed in. Yes. So they were all on kind of like, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, soiled. Uh, not yes. S not soiled. But yeah, all of the Terry's chocolate ones were personally bashed in. From thank, Claire. Thank, oh, thank you. This what, is a, what a lovely gift. I'm not going to read that live because, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I see why she sent us tissues now. Um, so, um, so no, no, not really. Um, I haven't read it. And then we've got, uh, that's very kind of you, Claire. God, thank, thank you very, you much. very much, Claire. Uh, if only we'd got it before Christmas, Natalie. Um, it would have been... I can't hear you, Natalie. Would have been very useful. We've also got another... Wow, more gifts! Crikey, it really is Christmas. Is this the thing? Oh, by the way, I'm wearing Ash vs. Evil Dead socks, which somebody sent me for my birthday. Um, and they are so fucking comfortable, and I love them. That's from Karen. I think we'll read this out when... Yeah, you better have, just in case. Oh, that's yours. Looks like the two different things. And we've got a card. We'll have to read these later, I'm afraid, Karen. We'll read them when we're playing your song. Maybe. Got a book? Yeah, a book. <laughs> That's the trouble with books is they look like DVDs, don't they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Anger Chef by Anthony Warner. Or Anthony Warner. Bad science and the truth about healthy eating. This book will allow you to enjoy food with less guilt. It might even save lives. Um, bit of a neg. But, uh, <laughs> I've got the complete guide to running. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, I do struggle with running, so it's very handy, and I'm sure it's from. Uh, I'm sure out, it comes from a good place. Turns out uh, you, can, you can judge a lot by, uh, about a person by the gifts that they give. Turns out Karen's a bit of a cunt. So uh, we're going to play. <laughs> no, no, thank you very much, Karen. Thank you very much, Karen. Uh, so going to play. Is it, we're playing um, Kate Bush, are we? Oh, Kate Bush, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Going to play a song, and then we'll see you uh, in five minutes.
I love a song that ends in a gong. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It makes have a big gong. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, that was Kate Bush, Hammer Horror. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, like, oh. I like that song a lot. That was your choice. It was my choice. You did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, just to say uh, thank you so again to Claire and Karen for. Oh yeah, that really. Stuff. Actually, um, thank you very much. I, I read the I read the letters that uh, backed up the gifts uh, in the in the break, and um, uh, sorry for calling you cunts. So um, <laughs> we're now back in the studio, uh, in the studio with our guests uh, today, uh, comedian. Comedian uh, Jordan Jordan Brooks Jordan Brooks why not Oh why not Why not Why not uh, You're one of my favourite uh, comedians at the moment uh, You've not seen me I've not seen you do an hour Have you not Never seen you do an is hour there a, Is there a reason for that um, I think uh, mainly because I've done uh, I've done a couple of, a few gigs with you That's enough um, I haven't gigged in a year though so maybe the last time I saw you was at the oh, the Wheat Sheaf The Miller the Miller, that's yeah, it. The yeah, Miller. yeah, yeah. I think I. Um, I watched you, and you didn't watch me. I just, you I left. just, I, I knew what was, <laughs> I knew what was coming. I knew what was going to happen, and I didn't, I didn't need the memory of it. Like I wanted to retain the memory of the last time I saw you. Why? Was, I get better and better. <laughs> the audience didn't want what we had to offer. It was I, a I horrible night. It was <laughs> <an> absolutely <laughs> full, full room, complete indifference. It was, uh, it was brutal. It was really weird. It yeah. was, it was quite a good lineup as well. Um. Yeah, but uh, you were really good. Oh, thanks, man. But the best I saw you was, um, where was it? It was uh, on Essex Road, uh, the Queen's Head. Mm. I saw you at the Queen's Head. <laughs> You've done the Queen's Head, haven't yeah, you? Probably. Yeah, probably. Which, which one's that? You definitely have. Queen's Head. Oh, the, the old Queen's upstairs. Head. The no. Laugh Out London gig, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun one, isn't it? Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you did Edinburgh this year? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, we are on the radio now, so can you just stop being so fucking monosyllabic? <laughs> <laughs> so we've I had, this, we've had this problem in the past, and we've never mentioned it. Yeah. And, I'm, just uh, very, I'm just very reticent because I, cause I don't want you to stop call me using words I don't know the meaning of. <laughs> fucking up, Natalie. Look at reticent and bring it up on my monitor so I now that I can. This. Reticent? Am I saying it right? <laughs> what a cunt. He is a cunt. <laughs> First thing you do, you're one of my favourite comedians, and he instantly said bullshit. As if, <laughs> as if it's some sort of ploy, like we've we've brought him in here as some sort of trick. The but the bottom line is, uh, Jordan, is that I don't watch a lot of comedy anymore because that's um, fair. It's hard to watch an hour though. Do you know? It's hard to to sit through a whole hour of one person. No, I don't know. I saw Lucy Pearman just before Christmas. Oh, she, she was. She's very good actually. Was she's, really good she's really. And you were meant to do Fugfest, but you cancelled at the last minute because you were ill. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah which sorry. is a shame. It, but we'll have you next year. Yeah, thanks. That'd be lovely. Did it go well? Um, no, it was awful. Really? Yeah, really bad. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Well, in actual fact, uh, we were doing it. We do it for shelter every year, uh, which is an amazing charity that uh, uh, well, looks after. And did they lose people. money this year? Well, yeah. Th uh, well, well, I had some expenses when yeah. I did it. I did it. Asked for at, at the end of it, actually, yeah. shelter owed us money. Yeah. And uh, I felt very bad about that. Um, mm. And they, have they paid that invoice yet? No, they didn't. So I just took a jacket off a guy in the road. <laughs> uh, turned out he wasn't homeless, so that was fine. Uh, okay. But um, mm. yeah, it was it was it was bad times. It was one of the worst charity gigs I think that's ever been associated with Shelter. I'm so sorry to hear that. No, it went really well. Um, Doing it again next year though, because we actually made money 
absolutely. It sounds great. And actually, I mean, it's very few gigs we make money from at the end of it. I so made nice. I made a lot of money out of it at the end of it. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, I say, you know, uh, if, as long as I make five five thousand pounds off of the gig, God, then, worth doing, then, then anything on top of that, I will donate to shelter. Absolutely. But we uh, sadly we made about four nine five. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so. That's well, no, it's all right for you, really, isn't it? I mean, it, not ideal, I guess, but it's it's all right. Well, I, I wasn't out of pocket. Mm. Because uh, you know, I buy Advocar for it and mm. uh, the, and, and mince pies, and that's not free. No. no. So once you deduct seventeen pounds fifty, then everything else is mine, and then on top of the five grand, yeah. then it's shelters. I don't forget though, that's tax deductible as well, though. So I'm not going to forget that, mate. <laughs> Unlikely. Uh, but Lucy Pearman, yeah. Yeah, good. great. Do, yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, what do you think? Great. Yeah. Really, really, really great. <laughs> Jordan, how do you feel about drinking out of a mug that has the name Mark written on it and has a big chip? And out a big the side? old chip, like a big old aggressive chip, not just like a tiny. I mean, that little... cut your lip, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam. I mean, I think it already has. Right. But like, it's one of those chips that looks like someone's done it purposefully. Do you know what I mean? Like they've laid, <laughs> it, they've laid a little trap on the rim <laughs> for you. I'm, yeah. I'm all about traps on the rim. Yeah, I love a trap on the rim, isn't it? <laughs> Does this back answer <laughs> about? <laughs> So if you go and see you live, is is it generally sort of sexual innuendo and is that what is that there? It's that, that's it's the why it's so hard to watch for an hour because <laughs> uh, you get about a minute in and you go, oh, this is going to be this is going to be hellish. Yeah, uh, I, d I don't want this to have happened to me. Um, so I understand why Nick's never. You're seen very a much hour. like the 21st century Dick Emery, aren't you? Yeah, they just, they have said that. Brewster Sowers uh, is f full of uh, full of comparisons. Um, uh, no, go on. Uh, well, don't describe direct. Um, but but this uh, was your third, fourth. fourth. Yeah, and yeah, you. Yeah. What I quite like is to you be fair to me. I've never been up in Edinburgh doing a month at the same time as you. Uh, where, when were you last in Edinburgh? Doing a month. Yeah, 2013. Oh really? Oh mm. wow. Okay. Yeah. No. Twenty fifteen was my first hours. I've done four, four in a row. Yeah. Going to do a fifth? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think so. I'm thinking about it at the moment. I don't. I don't know for sure, but I, I'm. Pr I'm like seventy percent there. I'm going to do it. It's just that commitment. Like once you've decided, because I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for it necessarily. So it's just. It's just taking that. You know. It's just making that. That. That commitment. Really. Yeah, but I think that that's that's the. Um, the commitment is the first step towards writing a show, I think. I, you know, I was, to, I was talking to another comedian who's a named comedian. Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. Not gonna drop They've got a name. Not going to drop their name. Nick Hancock. Not going to drop their name. It wasn't Nick Hancock. Uh, okay. David, David Baddiel. David it wasn't Dale. David Baddiel. Dick Emery. Dick Emery. wasn't Dick Emery. Okay. Uh, that's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, he says so. that he won't book a tour until he's written 98% of his show. That's too much, and then it's just—that's basically finished. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm the said, inverted well, version. I think that. I think not ninety-eight percent, but I think like uh, he was like saying that if he's got to do two hours, he'll have written an hour and forty-five minutes, and he'll just have fifteen minutes to finish off, and then you go. And I've I've booked, I've gone to gigs. With no, I mean, with no yeah. material. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've sat on long train journeys for, for hours and thought at any point I could get my notebook out, and I don't. I just stare forward. I but just stare vacantly. Forward. I get very anxious. Like, and, and it's not just stage fright or anything like that, but I like anxiety. So when I know that there's a gig coming, my, my whole brain and body shuts down, mm. and I can just about get on a train and function on that level. Mm. But and I know I've got my notebooks in my bag. But to actually think about getting them out 
it's there's something about me that works, and it's the same with auditions where I never prepare enough as than I should, because there's something about it when I know that there's something coming, my whole brain shuts down, yeah. and then I only kick into gear uh, when it's too late. And that's my career. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like previewing with people who, on the way there, will say, oh, God, I've got, like, honestly, I've got, like, ten minutes and I'm having a horrible time. And then you go, oh, and it makes you feel a bit better. But then they'll be on first and it's like, well, you just lied, didn't you? Because you've got, uh, you've, you've just absolutely lied. I don't know what the point of that is. Well. It's yeah, the same yeah, yeah. With the, at school when yeah. people are t- talking about, oh, I haven't done any revision. Yeah. And they have. They've done all the revision. Yeah. And it just makes you feel better for a bit. And then you watch it and go, well, why did you say that? Because it's obviously not true. I think people like to act. It seems cooler, doesn't it, to say, actually, I haven't done the uh, prep. Oh, I, I mean, I've, I've seen people do great shows. And then as I'm, as I'm you know, filtering out, or I see them afterwards and they go, oh, I hated that. That was absolutely awful. And I'm mm. like, you're not impressing me by being yes, like, yeah, yeah, c- yeah. cool about this. Like, I want to I want to know that you cared and invested in yeah. it. Because, you that, you know, you Would you rather they come up and go, yes, yeah. I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Take <maybe> that. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> but I would also say that there are kind of like there are not always, but a lot of the time there are shows that are really good in kind of like uh, like April, May, June, and they've all written, and then mm. you never hear about them again. There's a lot of and it's yeah. just not like they go up there, and it's just like that's a really good show, and you've written it. But like I think part of the panic is what makes my shows when they when they work good. But also mm. there was that story about um, uh, Josie Long, wasn't there? And uh, she wrote her, she had a show written mm-hmm. and then she threw it out and then she wrote a new one on the train on the way up and did that and then she oh, got right. nominated, didn't she? Was that, was that Cara Josephine? Was that that one? I don't know. I've never seen it. I mean, it was that. great. It was, it was an incredible show. But you worked with her. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But yeah, maybe, she wrote, yeah, yeah. She wrote it on the, on the way up and, it's, and I think sometimes, like, sometimes, I think comedy is about um, r- good writing sometimes, but sometimes it's about spontaneity. It's about Absolutely it is. I mean, there's like, I, I think every show I've done, bar the most recent one, which you saw mm-hmm. in Edinburgh, Nathaniel, um, the, er, er, it's always been thrown together last minute, June, July. I, do, I sort of know what it is, but it just will s- suddenly all fall into place. Whereas this one last year was a bit more constructed so it had to be planned a lot more in advance yeah. so I didn't enjoy that process as much as having a very loose framework within which I can just throw whatever in but also I think for both of you I know you did a lot of previews for this show but when mm. I watched it I was going how did you even preview well I was only this? able to preview half of it so, right. so actually so actually the other half the sort of the sort of secret half had to be basically built in Edinburgh in the first few days and as you, as you know having seen it like once it's locked in it's sort of it's yeah, sort yeah. of there like you can't you can't keep tweaking it and you just so, on rails then aren't you you basically yeah and I think like that's sort of what I've learned I think is that sort of took away an aspect of my act that makes it I think enjoyable for people which is that unpredictability <laughs> when you took, watching... took away the enjoyable bit yeah of it. it did it kind of did because it, <laughs> it meant that it was it was yeah as I say it was on rails it was just playing out there was no there was no room for those spontaneous moments that people enjoy yeah yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Although, um, what, and it's nice to see that you're being less reticent. Uh, which, <laughs> uh, if you're listening at home, what does that mean? Nick? It means it means not revealing one's thoughts or feelings readily. Okay. Uh, and it's nice to know that it's nice to see that you're not revealing uh, your thoughts or feelings readily uh, anymore, or you are revealing them too readily, maybe. But I would say that um, when you talk about stuff on tracks, there's two bits. And uh, um, so I did my musical last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and that's obviously a musical, which is, and there's no talking in it, and it's all uh, too, so that is as much on tracks as it's actually on musical tracks. 
where it's as much as tracks as once it starts, the show is like 51 minutes. Mm. And it's 51 minutes from beginning to end, and then there's, like, clapping in between. So I was there. But, like, well, you'd hope, right? <laughs> With um, clapping, it's, what, 48? <laughs> you write a musical now, and I will be the first person in the line to fucking support you, all right? You, I loved it. You work as hard as me, right? <laughs> and I'll be there every fucking step of the way, all right? Right, but I've had it, right? With you fucking having a go at me. Like like For writing a dissing my career. <laughs> dissing my career. When I am basically yanking this show up by its fucking shoelaces. I'm telling you anecdotes while you're reading off the fucking monitor and I've got to pretend like you're present in the room. They can't hear that at home <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> people that are listening. They can't hear your disinterest in my long anecdotes. <laughs> right? <laughs> But I've got to see your dead eyes while I'm telling you these fucking stories. Absolutely fucking not having you dissing my art form. Sorry, Jordan, that you had to see that. Uh, I very rarely lose my temper, but I'm absolutely seething right now. (laughs) So you wrote a musical last year, didn't you? So I wrote a musical last year. I didn't. I wrote it 10 years, 11 years ago this year. I might be doing it in Edinburgh. Um, so buy your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's as much on track. And the things that uh, uh, we did it three nights, and the first night uh, it was a new cast, and we'd had like three rehearsals, and we did it, and it was all flying by the seat of your pants. And so the words are the same, the costume changes are the same, the props are the same, everything's the same, except for the fact that none of us knew what we were doing, mm. and so. Uh, those kind of um, spontaneous things and and the mistakes and all of that actually is what makes so the show is the show and then all of like uh, the um, uh, random things that happen while you're doing the show are the things that make it really interesting well it makes it immediate and makes it and brings you in the room with people and that's what you want to see you want to see a human being trying to execute something and like oh. it, there's always funny in like there's always funny in failure if, if well, it like doesn't go like a dog or a deer yeah man that's what people come to see Fucking they, they want to see a limping deer for an hour judge and jury and executioner <laughs> Jordan Brooks but I, th- I think like all I guess like every show I've done it's a, it's almost like a consolation show it's just it's I've tried to do something and I've failed. Absolutely. And I've built that failure into the, yeah, into yeah. the, into yeah, yeah. the show. Absolutely. Because that's what people want to see in a way. This isn't the show that I wanted. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah. the show that it ends up being, yeah. it ends up being something that um, that is better. You can, you kind of like, it's controlled chaos. Mm. Where you kind of like, uh, I've had to get to a point um, where obviously I, I've just said I get anxious and there's all these other things that mentally prevent me from doing the thing that I mm. intend to do. So in in the end, you have to go. That's just my process. That's just how I end it's up. Just doing part of it is that there is no there is no there is no method. I, I think for for any like there is no strict method. I remember when I first started and I'd listened to to Stuart Goldsmith's comedy com com podcast with the comedian and I, I just. 
I'd be like shaking my head in disbelief that people would have a system, that they would have a, have a way of doing it because I, I could never subscribe to that. And each show is different. Each show comes from somewhere different. And each, yeah, each show has a very unique development mm -hmm. process. When um, you were doing that and starting out, I, I struggle to imagine what you were doing in five and ten minute spots and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, that, that's how the shows are built is, is, is sort of in, in, yeah, in those moments because I, I want to make sure that it's punchy and it's fun. And it also means that you can just have funny moments for the sake of it yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. That, that way it keeps the show sort of loose and not too not too wedded to its concept or whatever you know if you're sort of if you've just got this hour of chaos that you've built up in short spots and then you, you wrap a sort of framework around it where at the end you sort of go oh I was depressed the whole time and everyone goes oh cool and you know they feel like they've watched something really satisfying but actually it's it's been built in in bits and then just sort of yeah, just sort of thrown together in July. And you also seem like it's it's really difficult to talk about without people having seen it, isn't it? Yeah, they, like they, they, the show in particular. Oh, yeah. Okay, but is it? Are you confident in your in your abilities going in? No, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I think I think part of the reason why this most recent show was was very different was because it was a it was an idea I had really early on. And then it was a case of just executing it. Um, and I felt like there was a, an aspect of like perhaps me or like that, th those doubts and anxieties that w weren't as present right. and weren't playing as much of a part in the process because it was, we've got this idea, let's, let's execute it. And I had like producers on board who like explored all, all, all the logistics of it and made it happen. And it almost happened too neatly. Like it was a good show and I'm really pleased and proud of it, but it was a very different show to anything I've done. Also, it's important to know that you go, all right, we did it like that. Yeah. And then taking the stuff that you liked about that process and then mixing it back in with the stuff that you like about the other. Yeah, totally. But I don't, yeah, I have complete, I, I don't have faith in what I'm doing at all. I never, I never think, well, I've absolutely nailed that. I feel constantly like I'm a fraud. I think um, that's what makes you good then. I, I, I think so. And I, th I think it is important to, even if you don't feel like that, is to, you know, we're talking about this sort of faux humility of going, oh, I don't know if that was good or I've got nothing. It, it, that's in a bullshit. Way, it is bullshit. But in a way, it's a, it's a psychological trick that you're playing on yourself as much as as much yeah, as trying yeah. to be humble in front of others because you're well you're yeah. not you're basically uh, you're setting yourself up so that it's okay to fail yeah that's you're it. not going oh well i haven't done any work and you're telling yeah. everyone well i haven't really done any work and in actual fact you have done loads of work and then when you go on and you're good you go yeah good it's worth doing all that work i'm very good at but in failing. actual fact i'm i'm honest and i go i haven't done any work <laughs> and yeah. then people go yeah but you have and then i go on and then they look at me afterwards and they go fucking hell why didn't you do some work <laughs> that's, that's in two months nick <laughs> and you're going yeah i know but I, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. stand up's no, kind of a confidence trick anyway isn't it? or is for me anyway i think it's all like a pretend there's nothing it, stopping so, yeah. anyone in the audience from no. uh, getting up, uh, leaving, throwing stuff at you, ch chatting, <laughs> talking. There's nothing. It's a miracle that they that they don't do any of those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the fact that there's a light on. Well, it's fucking mental as well, because it's simultaneously it's uh, the art of performance, but it's also invisible performance. Because I'll go on and I'll shout at people and I'll call people cunts and I'll, I'll do all that stuff and I'll sing and I'll and I'll have a breakdown and all that stuff and people. Uh, uh, talk to me in real life and go oh you're not like you are on stage mm. and you go yeah it's an act yeah. like that is an act that's so there's something about being on stage as a comedian that people buy everything about you being on stage yeah. but they also still know it's enough of a performance generally 
to, to feel safe enough that they're not to like just, horrified to, to shut it. up and watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's there's lights. There's a microphone. You know, what about this? Do you think yeah, that it's yeah. not a performance? I get, it, I get it the whole time. I get, I get people going, "Oh, you're nothing like how you are on stage." It's like, yeah, if I was, I would be dead. <laughs> I, would, I would not be. I would not be living. I would. I would have the I'd shit. I'd have about, <laughs> about an hour left. <laughs> yeah, I'd have about an hour left, and then live. I'd take my life. <laughs> Are you, oh, you're not like you are on stage. Oh, really? Yeah, you were amazing tonight on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you were brilliant. <laughs> it feels to you, Jordan, though. It's almost like you can almost <coughs> see a different path with you where there's almost like you go... It's weird because sometimes you think there's almost like another more sort of much more mainstream accessible side, isn't there? Yeah, and it sort yeah. of feels like, do you wrestle with that or do you, is, that, is that a device that you use to get people to get on board with what well, you want to do. I think I've always found it a, a more interesting challenge to get as many people in the room on board as possible rather than coming out really archly and, and obscurely <laughs> and you're immediately alienating people. If you come out, I mean, it's, it's a sort of, it's such a subtle difference between, say, going on stage as a character and, and, and going, oh, what, 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 what? Or going on stage and going, hey, when I'm really anxious, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. so when I go, whoa, whoa, everyone goes, oh, he's anxious. And it's, it's just providing that simple context that gets more people on board. And I, yeah. I, just, I, I, just, I just think there's, there's, yeah, I think it's a more interesting challenge to make, to make those perhaps more like niche ideas or more like challenging concepts accessible. Because you are, uh, you're from the way you describe your show, you probably don't imagine that your act is high energy and it's smiling and mm. it's very kind of welcoming and all your body language is like yeah and it's kind of come and join in and yeah, it's sort of yeah, like yeah, yeah. and people you know for 10 minutes go this is fun <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I fun. feel safe and comfortable yeah. in my seat <laughs> <laughs> but it is and it does you do go god there's another like weird world where yeah, you're that yeah. guy for an hour yeah and i've done it and i've like i've tried it but i just get bored and i and i just uh yeah i think there's something more interesting you can do with 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 getting everyone on board i mean particularly with this show that you saw that the sort of concept of it was get everyone on board be really nice and charming and then very and then sort of slowly and gradually go to a place where it's it's impossible for them to conceive how how it even began where it did yeah yeah um so and i think was, people will totally have forgotten that yeah. By the end, right? By the end, they're like, "What the fuck was that? What, <laughs> where did he? He went from A to B, but we can't, we can't even conceive of him ever being A, you know." And I think that's, uh, yeah, that 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 was the sort of the, the purpose of it. Because I think some people almost go to your shows quite girded and quite like they're a bit like, "I've heard this is weird," and they oh, must. And so I, I often, when I look around, I, I I think people at the start are more like, "This isn't what I was expecting." Yeah, I was expecting a lot of fourth wall breaking yeah. and stuff. I, I was expecting characters, and actually, it's not, it's very straightforward it's pretty yeah, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty mainstream i think on paper that the, the subjects that i talk about uh, are pretty I, I would i would say quite accessible and straightforward quite simple yeah you think that <laughs> <laughs> but there's always someone that doesn't know that jack nicholson was in 1989's batman <laughs> uh speaking of which oh yeah who starred with colin firth <laughs> in girl with the pearl earring uh, Scarlett Johansson, Colin Firth is. Was it A? Oh, Charlie's Theron. I mean, you got it. Scarlett Johansson. Was it B? Amy Adams. Scarlett C. Johansson. Anne Hathaway or D. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Okay. Can I go for Scarlett Johansson? What is the name of the female ogre voiced by Cameron Diaz in Shrek? It's Cameron oh. Diaz. What is the name of the female ogre voiced by Cameron Diaz? It's in um, Shrek? it's it's Fiona. 
it's multiple choice. Is it A, Philippa? Fiona. Is it B, Fatima? Fatima? Fiona. C, Penny? Or D, Fiona. 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 Who starred opposite Tom Cruise in Rain Man? Uh, it was uh, Dustin Hoffman. Was it A, Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Was it B, Gene Hackman? Dustin was Hoffman. Was it C, Al Pacino? Can you imagine Dustin Al Pacino Hoffman. doing it? Though? No, no. D, okay. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, would have thought. Alright. In Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh. What is the name of Amanda Seyfried's character? Oh, this is harder. This is no, hard. I don't, don't like this one. He's got three right, and then there's a hard one. Yeah, not happy with this. Okay, uh, is it A, Sophie, B, Sienna, C, Simone, or D, Serena? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sophie. Fucking hell, it's A, Sophie. What? How did I know when I looked over through the window and saw the producer nodding at Sophie? How did I know? Oh, you fucking absolute dick. Oh, I don't have it. That fuck? one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. All right, do another one. All right, you can't just be fucking giving the... Just because he's a fucking guest, you can't be fucking giving him fucking help, can you? For fuck's sake, what are you doing with the monitor? It's broken. Nah. It's, my is broken. Every time you do that, these two screens go off. Oh, do they? They're blinking on and off, and I'm thinking, am I well, having a stroke? Gone what's off. going on? This is taking your lack of interest in what's going on in the room to a whole new level. Right? Trying to fucking... I'm trying to fix the show, You Nick. know nothing of Dell screens, so why are you moving it around? It's fixed now, isn't it? It's just at a funny angle. Oh. And I can't Sorry about it. this again, Jordan. Uh, I'm it's sorry. All right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. This isn't helping that you two in there nodding away. We might have to start this episode again, actually. How many nights of the... Mu- I'm angry! How many nights of the music... Jordan! Jordan! Yeah. 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 How many Knights of the Museum <laughs> movies? I'm calming down. Have you seen? How many, how many Knights of the Museum movies were made up to 2015? Uh, is it three? It is three. Is it? Oh, sweet. That suggests as well that those cards came out in 2015. And oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, all of the stuff case, about yeah. like uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. But all Force the Awakens came out as of 2015. But they came out at Christmas, didn't they? Yeah, I think this came out Christmas 2015 as well. Yeah. How well, many nights at the museum? Mo- oh, sorry. Was it A three, B five, C two, or D four? A three. That's weird that mm. it's a road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many it's like saying how many nights of the museum movies were made up to 2015 was it was it hang on let me finish <laughs> right i've been doing all the heavy lifting today now right <laughs> so it's ridiculous that uh, that you would interrupt me while i'm doing some more good work <laughs> A3, that's like a road, isn't it? Um, yeah. that's, like, that's, like, that's like saying, how many nights of the museum movies were made up to 2015? Sell Barnes Lane. Yeah. As yeah. you were, Nat. I do like it, yeah. Well, if you're in a night of the museum, Jordan, yeah. what sort of funny comic character from history could you be that would interact with Ben Stiller? Uh, I feel like they would, they would make me be like uh, some sort of Gollum-esque... Creature that would that, that that would come to life. So that maybe some like extinct. Fucking bleak. I feel like. I feel like. What would you be would if be? you could choose? And then your answer was, I feel like they would make me. <laughs> yeah. 
Ben Stiller and his cronies would bully you. It'd not be like a waxwork Albert Einstein or something that could wander around the museum. Yeah, or like... It'd be some sort of wanking chimp. Yeah. From the Stone Age or something in the background. Yeah, like a sort of Stone Age toddler or something. If you could be anything... Like, it's almost like saying if you could be any <laughs> any figure in history, what would you be, Jordan? Well, I feel like Ben Stiller would bully me <laughs> <laughs> into being an earthworm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I would. Uh, uh, no, I would want to play. I would want to play some some dumb thing that came to life for sure. I wouldn't want to do the sort of whatever. What, who was Ricky Gervais in it? He did he run the museum? He was the museum manager. He was the museum manager. See that that seems like a boring cameo. That seems like a dull mm. a dull one. So I, I would be I would be something that that sort of come comes to life and, and terrorizes Ben Stiller for sure. All right. Yeah. Good. Good answer. All right. What about you? Um, oh, good question. Thanks. I feel like I'd be like um, I don't know, like, um, <laughs> like a Roman or something. A Roman is yeah, it? Yeah. Nick? Alexander the Great or Rasputin. <laughs> okay, lovely stuff. Well, you've had time, haven't you? You've had time. So. What is the name of the Disney princess in Disney's Aladdin? Uh, it's, is it Jasmine? Is it A, Juliet, <laughs> B, Jennifer, Jasmine. C, Justina, Jasmine. or D, Yasmin? Yasmin. Okay, what is the name of the ballet movie starring <laughs> Natalie Portman? Is it um, the uh, black swan? Is it A, the red shoes, B, uh, white feathers, black C, swan, black swan, or D, pink tutu? Uh, what I like about that is when they've come up with a multiple choice, someone's gone, well, black swan's the answer. What's the opposite of black swan? He's gone, white <laughs> feathers. Dead dove, I don't know. We're R- gonna, we've got to kill. keep going until you get one wrong. Who plays oh, the f- wicked stepmother in the 2000... A 15 version yes. of Cinderella. Not to be confused with Jim oh, Davidson's God. Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... I don't know the answer to this. I don't know. A, Kate Blanchet. B, Holiday Granger. C, Lily James. Or D, Helena Burnham Carter. I'm going to go with Kate Blanchet. Is it? Huh? <laughs> absolutely cracking yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely cracking stuff, yeah, but you did need the multiple choice that time. Oh. The the whole point of this game, I think, is to never rely on the multiple choice. Who plays Jay Gatsby in the 2013 movie? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Is it A, Carrie Mulligan? B, Mulligan O'Hara? Is it <laughs> no, it's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Toby Maguire, Bradley Cooper. God, fucking hell, you're good at this. Who's th- you're not good at this. this is oh, you're quite a movie, it's a bo- but it's a boring game, isn't it? It's a boring, It's a boring fucking game. Who stars with My Owen? My nan could get these right. Who stars, in, uh, who stars with Owen Wilson in Marley and Me? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Was it A, chocolate? <laughs> Was it B, <laughs> Cuddles. <laughs> was it C? Uh, um, no, it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, was I was pretending it was the dog. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. But funny. chocolate isn't the name of a dog. I've, I've never known animal love. <laughs> How about you, Jordan? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not allowed to see the dog anymore. But yeah. Who is the most nominated? Oh. We've all thought about fucking a dog, Jordan. Very few of us would talk about it on live radio. Or do it who and be is, access. Who is, who is the most nominated actor in Oscars history? 
Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with... Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? Glenn, no. Um, what's her name? The one from Adaptation. That's such a weird that's way, such a weird such a weird way of uh, <laughs> describing the person that you're talking about. Okay, give me the options. Is it A, Dustin Hoffman? B, Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. Is it Meryl Streep? Oh, uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn, uh, uh, Glenn, uh, adaptation. Uh, Meryl Streep is famous for so Glenn, many other Glenn things Close from other Hook. than Meryl Streep. Glenn Close from uh, the, the one that was in Hook. Fucking <laughs> um, um, Dustin Hoffman, Meryl Streep. Uh, uh, it was Meryl Streep, obviously. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a red herring there. Who is the most nominated actor in Oscars history? Um, Get with the times, Nick. Uh, what is the first name of Ben Stiller's character? Meet the parents. Uh, uh, Gaylord, isn't it? Absolutely. Who first played Spider-Man on screen in the 2002 movie? Tobey Maguire. (laughs) Can I just get it wrong and then we can stop doing this? What is the first name of Rambo in the Sylvester (laughs) Sloan movies? Uh, Really? Chocolate. Do you know, John? Do you know? No. Do you know? John. Yeah, it is. Is it John? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! (laughs) (laughs) He starred with Leonardo DiCaprio in the 1996 movie Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Who is it, John? um, Claire Danes. Which martial arts expert starred in Double Impact and Street Fighter? Um, Wait, what? That's not. That's not a question. Yeah. Which martial arts expert starred in Double Impact and Street Fighter? No. Yeah. That that is amongst that's amongst that, is it? You know, it's it's actually a it's much so easier. It's so fucking easy. It's a really easy really one. Mo- uh, is it it's not ja- Jackie Chan? No. Uh Jet Li? No. Was it A, Jet Li? Jet Li. B. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Is it C, Jackie Chan or D? Steven Seagal? <laughs> He's back. That's my club. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, well, you got that wrong. No, That's... I didn't know. Well, I sort of did. Well, you did. Well, if I'd known the if I'd known the options, then I would have. It was Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll give you that. But fucking, we've got to play a song at some point, and we've got to play another game. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the game to play after this. <laughs> Taylor Lautner plays which role in the Twilight movies? I don't know. Which Sorry, Taylor Lautner plays which role in the Twilight movies? Oh, oh I genuinely don't know. Does he play? He plays the werewolf. Is it A. Jacob? B. Emmett? C. Edward or D. Carlisle? What do you reckon? I think. Uh, well, I know uh, now because I've remembered it. Emmett? I know now because I reckon I've remembered the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Emmett? No, it's not. It was uh, A. Jacob. Were you Team Jacob oh, or Team stuff. Edward, Nathaniel? I'm Team Jacob. I'm Team Edward. That's why we don't get on. <laughs> I'm into sexy vampire boys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're into sexy werewolf boys. Werewolf, werewolf boys. Um, right, we're going to play a song. Uh, what's it's your, your choice? What's your song, Jordan? Uh, it's a song by uh, Daniel Knox. It's called The Poisoner. Is this what you're playing now? Yeah. Mm. Oh, great. Yeah. Have you heard it? No. Oh, so he's um, he's this guy I found about like five or six years ago, and he does um, sort of like boozy musical style stuff. So it's like very, it's almost like Tom Jacques Waits. Brel? 
Yeah, sort of. But there's like a, he's got a little like deep baritone voice, but uh, he sings like really bleak stuff. It's great. I'm re- like I'm re- I, re- I really like him a lot. Well, okay. it sounds Big awful. Fun. Let's give it a go. I loved you before, but I just forgot how. Can't stand the way. And we're back. It's actually not as bad as you sold it, Jordan. So uh, thanks for oh, that thank recommendation. You. Thanks. <laughs> lovely, lovely stuff. Uh, maybe I should. Club on Fubar Radio. Why not? Yeah, why not? We are back. We are back, not just back uh, after the song, but we are back for the new year, 2019. 2019. Any New Year's mm. resolutions, Jordan? Just to, uh, I think, I think, uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. That's a shame. It started okay. off really promising. It sounded like. Uh, well, I thought like you... if I just started saying stuff, then maybe, maybe I would, maybe something would kick in. By the yeah. end, I was able to finish the sentence. But no, I think just, just look after myself better. Probably look after myself physically, okay. and mentally, a bit better. So, what are oh, you a fan f- of? <laughs> oh, we always just say things that I'm a fan of. Uh, ASMR. Yeah, I love it. Autonomous yeah. Sensory Meridian Response. Yeah, do you guys watch it? Are you into it? Uh, I've seen it. I know I'm aware of what it is. It's like people cutting your hair and stuff, isn't it? And going, oh, that's a nice haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, good, great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah lovely stuff. Um, what is it? I don't know what it is. It's so, like a, it is for headphones, isn't it? Yeah, so it's actually similar technology that I used in, in my show last year, um, like binaural 3D sound. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's this it's this sort of t- do you ever get like a tingling sensation in your in your head? And it's quite it's quite nice and relaxing. And sometimes it'll run up and down your spine. Have you ever had that? What do you mean? So, like, say, like, someone's talking to you quite directly. Say, like, I, I always get it when someone's pl- paying me very close attention. So, if I'm, if if I go to a, a shop and someone's like, you know, showing me where something is, or I've just started a new job and someone's showing me the ropes, and it's that sort of thing that would it would generate this sort of tingly feeling. Oh. Do you know what? Maybe I said haircut because often when I get my haircut and they're yeah. doing massage in my head in the, the shampoo, yeah, and I go, oh, that, this is nice. That's it. That's and exactly it's funny because it. I get my hair cut by like an, um, an 85-year-old uh, um, Greek man. And you love it. I love it. Absolutely love it, yeah. He often chats me, gives me a sweet as well. I, <laughs> it does. Gives me when, a little sweet. When people touch my uh, head, um, I like that. You like it. Mm. Well, there you go. So maybe you should watch one of these videos. I, I fall asleep I like it, to yeah. one almost every every night. So so people will uh, put on these videos on YouTube of like uh, emulating those scenarios. So they'll pretend to cut hair or they'll pretend to be showing you around a shoe shop. And it's just it's just like it's just people in their bedrooms like, w- with a green screen behind them. Um, some of them, some people prefer like loud noises. So they'll, they'll have, so it'll be, it'll be people leaning in close to the mic and making sort of guttural noises or going. That sort of thing, or like clicking, that kind of thing. Oh, I wouldn't um, like that. No, some people that that sort of uh, is. Uh, I think that sort of hits people's thresholds. What's but your favourite? Is it is it a bit like um, uh, watching the log fire uh, video yeah. on Netflix? Yeah, I think it has the same same sort of relaxing sensation. Um, but yeah, my favorite, I don't find that relaxing. Do you not? I get very warm and uh, and I find it oppressive. Oh, really? Mm. What should happen is after about ten minutes, one of the logs should roll off. As if it's on your carpet. Yeah, and the rock catches yeah. fire, and uh, just the whole house screaming. burns down. Yeah, you just hit very distant screaming. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> I love that. Forty-five minutes of people trying to decide what's valuable. That sounds hellish. Well, you just you just said that you didn't like the fire. So, I don't so, know. The so fire, let's put forward a, a the, proposal for the fire. The a fish narrative. tank. Um, I, I find that all very, although preferable to uh, the Christmas Chronicles. 
which, which is its which own is, dumpster fire. Oh, it's absolutely appalling. It's did you watch it? Appalling. Yeah, of course I did. Fucking hell! Yeah, that scene in the in the prison is uh, like with the with the, one of the worst things I've ever seen. With in my the life. prostitutes. Why do they bring those women in? Just so, uh, I, I was, I was, I was they're, watching, they're protected behind bars, so they yeah. don't get raped and murdered by yeah. the male prisoners. I was you watching could, it with someone, and she went, "Oh, they've been brought in to sing for a, for a bit." Yeah. Absolutely. It was fucking t- weird. Just yeah. fucking re- weird. Weird. Yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. Um, I liked it one bit. Oh, what, which bit? Just the bit with Goldie Hawn at the end. Why did they make such a big deal out of revealing who it was? Because you weren't meant to know, and then Goldie Hawn did like a... Uh, but what was the reveal? Like, does people, it's Goldie Hawn. Do people think she's dead? What was no, the, no, what they're, was married, the they're married in real life. Oh, they're married in real life. They're like, uh, they're like Hollywood's dream couple. Oh, that's so indulgent they're the, then. They're the only couple that have ever been married in Hollywood. And that seemed to be really happy and like. I don't other. think they're married. Oh, maybe not. I don't think they're married. I think they've just stuck together all this time, and they well, really like each nice. other. She's older as well, and so it's kind of like it was kind of like this kind of uh, at the time an unconventional relationship where um, uh, they met on a film and then they got together years mm. later, and then they've stuck together all this time. And she's had kids from another marriage, and he's brought them all up, and they're just like. America's dream couple. Oh, that is nice. Okay, and then okay. she comes, and he's Santa like Claus, and you go, well, if, if, if Mrs. Claus has got to come in at the end, who's that going to be? It's only yeah. going to be Hollywood legend Goldie Horn. But then she fucking posted pictures of it on Instagram, and then you go, that's the only thing of note in the whole film. Yeah, yeah. And I would have like a whole, I'd have a whole film of them two in the North Pole. Just sitting around the fire. You'd watch a cracking fire with them sat next to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But fucking hell, those fucking trolls, the CGI trolls. What were they, and why? Why did they think that that was a a thing that that would appeal to anyone? But it was like the tone was so like the bit with the troll with the chainsaw, the elf. Oh, with he's the gonna chainsaw. cut his boy, He's gonna cut his dick off. And it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> fucking hell! It just it just couldn't decide what racing like. What, was this for adults? Was this for kids? Like, when I saw the poster with the elves on and the Chris Columbus thing, I thought, oh, is it like Gremlins but with elves? Well, there no, were bits of it that were there were bits of it that were kind of like this isn't appropriate for kids in a Gremlins kind of way, but it mm. wasn't done with any class or any. Oh. It was, sh- it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was proper shit. It was really bad. I can't wait to watch it's it every like, um, year. But you go, like, it's on Netflix, of course. Th- that Sherlock yeah. Holmes film that's come out, Holmes and Watson. Is it good? No. It's, apparently it's so bad that they tried to get rid of it to Netflix, and Netflix said, uh-uh, we don't yeah. want it. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, wow. So they had I've to release it. it at the cinema. It's, it seems to be nowhere near as bad as people are talking about, but it's not good. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just not that good. I really, I really like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. So yeah, I, but I it's like from the director of Get Hard. Is that is that a good one? No. Is that that that's Will Ferrell as well, isn't that's it? That's a horrible one. That's where oh, Will Ferrell um, has to learn uh, uh, from Kevin Hart, who is oh, a black man. He's about to go to prison. How to go to prison? And you go, hang what? on a minute, awful. Just the whole concept oh, of it right, is disgusting. Right, right, right. And then there's bits where Will Ferrell has to go into a toilet and learn how to suck a dick. What? Because he's going to prison, he's going to get raped in prison. So well, Will Ferrell the trailer, has to, they? and you go fucking hell. And uh, Rob Schneider made a film a few years ago called Big Stan, which was basically the same film where Rob Schneider has to go through uh, rape training so that he can go to prison. Jesus. And you go, this oh, is, fu-. and this like you go, oh my god, it's disgusting. But you go, isn't Will Ferrell kind of like a step above that? 
and mm. no, he's not. No. It's just that's a real, disgusting. That's a real shame. Have you seen um, uh, Rob Schneider's sitcom on Netflix? Real, real, real Rob. Rob. Oh, oh my God! What a, what oh a piece! My God. What a piece! Fucking hell! <laughs> Written by, directed by, produced by, starring, uh, and his whole family are in it. And fucking hell! It's, real Rob. It's absolutely horrific. It's the same. I mean, I, I put it in the same category as like Mark Maron's sitcom as well, where it's like troubled older comedian genius man with a suspiciously younger partner yeah but it's kind of like taking stuff from Louis taking stuff from Seinfeld taking yeah. stuff from Kirby Enthusiasm so there's bits where and then there's bits where they're doing straight to camera kind of talking mm. it's like so many things all in one it's, so you've got like uh, Rob Schneider in front of a brick wall doing stand up comedy yeah. you've got Rob Schneider doing a talking head interview to the c- camera team you've got Rob Schneider doing it's kind of like Rob Schneider getting into s- scrapes with his celebrity they put everything into this thing and it's kind yeah. of like what the fuck is this Oddly, Bob Schneider turning up in the Adam Sandler special is one of the highlights. It really is. It was really fun. It <laughs> was really it. fun and silly. Yeah. But yeah, real Rob is like well, wow. Well worth a watch. Wow. Yeah. I'm really fascinated at the moment with that particular genre of like vehicle for comedians, particularly Mark Maron's one as well, is just so self indulgent. You think? Uh yeah, I think I think like Louis just about got sort of got away with it because it was it was it was Oh he got away with it for years. Very, very for oh, years. Sorry, Absolutely sorry. Because it, <laughs> um, it felt very authored, it felt like a very distinctive world that he was bringing people into, but um yeah. We, you're, do, you're doing it, but you're not waiting for me to do the music. No no I was just gonna you go, you're getting the ready to do your bit. Because you've gone, right, it's my bit now. <laughs> and I'm just worried about the time. Yeah, well, we're all worried about the time, mate. We're coming to the end of the show, guys. Uh, I if mean, you're it really is. Home, it really is. <laughs> Boiler! We come to the end of the show, and we've got time for a game, and then we're going to introduce uh, the final song. Uh, so, um, without further ado, take it away, Nathaniel. So this is the game, Jordan. It's called Better or Worse, and you have to say whether the next person on this list is better or worse than the person before it. Starting with Sarah Jessica Parker, but is Gene Wilder better or worse than Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, better. Better, correct. Better. Gene is Wilder, that the correct? Is Gene oh, Wilder sweet, better right. than Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. Uh, is Frankie Howard better or worse than Gene Wilder? Worse. Better. Worse. Worse, oh, come afraid. on, better. Is it what? At Pompeii? Yeah, yeah. Come on. It is good. Come on. Pompeii. Where's like Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? Yeah. Where's Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? Are you seriously saying Where's Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? 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 That's not what I'm saying. Where's Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? More valuable contribution Where's Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? Frankie Howard. Where's Gene Wilder's at Pompeii? All right, Jordan, got you this time. Is Aretha Franklin better than Frankie Howard? Yes. Better. Better. Where's Aretha Franklin's at Pompeii? Where's Aretha Franklin's at Pompeii? Is Idris Elba better or worse than Aretha Franklin? Worse. Uh, Worse. Worse, yeah, Yeah. he's worse, yeah. Is Michael J. Fox better or worse than Idris Elba? Better. He's better. Better, he is better. Is Jonah Hill better or worse than Michael J. Fox? Worse. Worse. He is worse. Is Benny Hill better or worse than Jonah Hill? Where's Uh, Benny Hill's at Pompeii? He's worse. Uh, I think Benny Hill's really good. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill, Hill has Hill. directed and produced stuff that is so probably Benny Hill. No, oh, well, yeah, what? Name one thing. <laughs> Benny Hill, Joe. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, come on, Jonah Hill's all right, isn't he? Yeah, Jonah Hill's okay. He's yeah, fine. he's all right. He's all right. He lost weight, didn't he? he? Put it back on again, and then he lost it again. Is yeah. Ben Kingsley better or worse than Benny Hill? Uh, better, because he was in uh, Sexy Beast, and that was great. Okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Is Carrie Fisher better or worse than Ben Kingsley? Uh, Carrie Fisher's better. She is better. 
Because she wrote um, Notes from the Edge. Is that what it put, 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 Carrie Fisher's better edge. than Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Yeah, we She's Princess it. Leia. Yeah. Stop over-intellectualising it. Oh, she wrote Bank a book. more. She Princess Leia cake. That it? That's it. Princess Leia cake. Oh, Nearly. I love it. Um, so that is the end of the show. Did you enjoy coming on this week, John? Uh, up until the last two minutes, I was having a really fun time. And then, <laughs> and then that was... That was, that was eight. Uh, very, you got eight. That means that you are up there with Claudie Blakely, Suze Kempner, Paul F. Taylor, and should we do... Um, should we do like a New Year new list? Hey, you should. Paul F. Taylor, Rebecca Shorrox, uh, Mark Smith and Carl Theobald. You're not as good as John Nevin, Sean Harris, uh, Daniel Lawrence Taylor, Michael Legg, Solomon Gray, but you are better than everyone uh, and um, all the way down to Sam Ashurst with three. Oops. So, uh, yeah. Oops. 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 What happened there? Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an expert as well. So, um, <laughs> we, uh, thanks for coming in. It was thanks lovely. for having me. Thank it was you. Lovely to see you. Uh, and uh, this is uh, our final song to play oh no I haven't fucking lined it up oh god Jesus Christ uh, Nathaniel pick up some slack I've done it now doesn't matter you had your chance <laughs> I want much better things from you next week oh, no. you've been listening to a FUBAR radio podcast for more information go to foobarradio.com